You're listening to episode 367 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon and Vegas.com. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without actually giving us money. Also, get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas with a $7 per month subscription to Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 360Vegas. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a -a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pools, the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? I want to gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. So 360 Vegas Vacation 11. People are already starting to ask about it, so <laughs> I figured we would address it on the show. Uh, we we don't know when we're going to do it. I mean, we are going to do it, right. but one of the first things that we're looking forward to is the gates or the... Uh, the borders reopening. Yes. Um, before we end up making making any move that uh, I'm, I'm rambling now. <laughs> the borders need to be reopened. Yes. And um, uh, on top of that, it, like we want to. I, I still think I'm rambling. I think you covered it. We're waiting. We're waiting for the borders to open back up, and we're we're uh, we'll, we'll let well, that and, dictate. And quite honestly, you know, when you think about it, Vegas Vacation Ten was planned for nearly two years. Right. And you know, the fact that it happened and it was great, but we're kind of at a, like a, you know, pause and take a breath sort of moment and see, you know, what is this going to look like? Yeah. Next. How, yeah. Uh, what 11 is going to look like. Right. right. So we will have one. We just don't know when it, it won't be, it won't be in 2021. Most likely not in 2021. Right. I still haven't given up on that, but most likely not. <laughs> I think Tony's given up on it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Let's start the show. He's Mark. I'm Karen. And as always, we start with Brandon Vegas. Wayne Gretzky's brand ambassador deal with BetMGM cost MGM Resorts around $10 million, according to someone familiar with the details. It also includes $1 million in casino free play. We got that from at Las Vegas locally. Wow. The fact that he's got free play with it, that's kind of crazy. <laughs> know, right? What an interesting negotiation. <laughs> and next up, we have our Twit Pick of the Week. It's here. Finally. The project that started with the closing of the Stardust in 2006 has finally opened as Resorts World Las Vegas. True, its location is still a liability, but we now have a resort that extends the strip north again to Circus Circus. It even makes an argument that Sahara and Stratosphere are once again located on the strip. (laughs) As always, at Maverick Kelly gives us an ideal view of the newest property to join the Las Vegas Strip and captures the hope that it brings to returning the market to the number one tourist destination in the world. It's a cool building. Some, uh, yeah, yeah. And that screen is is massive. I still that screen still distracts me with, yeah. with all those holes in it. Well, and it, like they're the grand opening this weekend. They're or the official grand opening. They're doing a, a concert. Miley Cyrus. 
Miley Cyrus is doing a concert there and they're going to broadcast it on the screen. Right. And I'm just like, it seems weird to me to broadcast a concert on the side of a building. I don't know. I mean, I like the idea. I just, it's not going to look great on that because of all the holes in it. <laughs> As always, we will link to the photo on our blog. Feature it on all of our social media outlets, such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And before we get into the news, I think we should address we're missing somebody today. Oh, <laughs> we forgot well, to do yeah. that. <laughs> Tony's not here. Tony decided to take the week off for some other plans. Right. And since we did the recap last week, we've got all kinds of stuff to chat about this week. So. Yeah, big time. Okay. Let's get into the news. First up, Resorts World opens. It took the loss of the Stardust, the Great Recession, 15 years and $4.3 billion for the first new casino to be built on the Strip in a decade. Fun fact, that's $100 million less than it cost to build all of Cosmopolitan. It took almost a decade for Boyd to realize their vision for the project known as Echelon would not come to fruition, which led to the sale of the unfinished project to the Genting Group in 2013 owners of the Resorts World brand for $350 million. After multiple delays and little progress over several years, the construction came alive in 2019. Now those owners have come out of the gate swinging for the fences with the anticipation of its day and night clubs, as well as the top name talent in residency, including names like Celine Dion, Carrie Underwood, and Katy Perry, to name a few. It offers the first fully cashless casino complete with chips implanted with sensors that interact with the tables to keep track of everything you do. To be clear, you can still play with cash, but now loyalty card members with wireless wallets will be able to scan their phones with the dealer instead of visiting casino gauges. Resorts World Players Club tiers were released via their app, and the most surprising revelation might have been that you need to achieve their third tier status out of seven named the Icon to get complimentary self-parking. At Vegas Introvert shared that Resorts World is matching tier status, but, oh, that's not true anymore. No, it's not? Well, no, it is, it's, it's more true than, um, I can't remember the other places that have it, because um, they're also matching like when, oh, and Venetian, Venetian's top tiers. So basically MGM, Caesars, Venetian, and um, Wynn. Wynn, they're matching those, those tiers, but it's only the top tier that they'll match. Hmm. All right, sorry. It was revealed that you might be able to use your, your phone number as your loyalty ID and login at the machines without a Players Club card. Instead of room service, Resorts World has partnered with Grubhub to allow guests to order from the resort's 40 food and beverage outlets. It's called On The Fly, and it enables customers to order and charge to the room for, or a credit card via the Grubhub app for takeout or delivery to hotel rooms in the pool complex via food lockers. Fun fact from Eater Vegas is that the rooms are equipped with half-empty fridges for guests to use however they like, with the other half set up with a mini bar. Later this summer, Resorts World will debut the first connector station to the Las Vegas Convention Center, Elon Musk Boring Underground Transportation System, <laughs> priming its 3,500 rooms to be the go-to property for convention years using that facility. The property is 59 stories tall with a 117,000 square foot casino and separate hotel lobbies for each brand represented at the property, which includes Hilton, Conrad, and Crockford's. 
Thanks to at CNote underscore Vegas for bringing to light that Hilton Rewards is offering 7,500 bonus points if you book a stay at Resorts World now through September 3rd and book by July 31st. To be clear, the property is still under construction in multiple places, including the nightclub Zook and some of its dining options. Now, Karen and I had an opportunity to go out and check out Resorts World firsthand. Karen, what were your thoughts of Resorts World? Um, it's pretty. Okay. I mean, it, it's unlike some casinos. It was very bright. Yeah, um, that's true. There were a ton of Instagram photo setup things all over the place, yeah. which I don't know if that's just because it, it just opened or if they're going to keep those. That's a thing. Um, I love their food options. Yeah. They have a ton. And, you know, their little food court, it, it's it's spaced out much better than, like, Italy is. Okay. But every stall focuses on something very specific. So you'd it's like, got more space than Block 16, too. Oh, yeah. Ton. Yeah, way more. Ton more space. Yeah. But every every food stall in, in the, the food court or food hall or whatever they're calling it um, only offers, like, one thing, maybe three ways, four huh. ways that they do very specifically. So depending on what you want to get, you know, there's a, right. a stall for each one. Huh. I don't, you know, looking at the casino floor... We did see a $15 blackjack table, but right. but that was it. Everything was 25 and $50, and I just, I'm not that level of play kind of gambler, so yeah. aside from video poker, I don't know what I would ever play there. Right. So, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's kind of cool, and it's cool that it's right, uh, you know, one of the doors, when you walk out to the strip, you're right across from... Um, Shoot the taco place. Oh, El Gordito's. So, yeah, I think so. Um, I mean, it's right there across the street, so that's convenient. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's nice to see something brand new. Yeah, I I agree. I can't help uh, but compare it to Circa, and by doing that, I, I can't help but go. Well, Circa was more impressive. I mean, because Circa did things that nobody's done before. I mean, you think about Mega Bar, you think about their massive sports book, sports you think book, about Stadium Vegas Swim. Vicky, Stadium Swim. Right. I mean, there's so many like, wow, kind of things that Resorts World doesn't really have a wow. I mean, that, that big sphere is kind of cool, but yeah. it's not. And I've heard it, it's, it's more impressive at night right? because um, the lights are more pronounced and you can see it and stuff. I do think that, yeah, it, it is hard not to compare it to Circa. And I think Circa was going for a much different vibe mm -hmm. than what Resorts World is. Mm -hmm. I mean, Resorts World themselves have a a theme, right, that they, they wanted to bring to the market right. versus, you know, the Stevens group, I think, said, how can we make Circa, you know, honor Vegas and the Vegas right. history and that kind of stuff. So very different approaches to the two um, of the two. I am much more likely to spend time at Circa. Yeah, I, I agree. Even though Circa's uh, table limits are still kind of out of our out of our range, it, it's still if if I'm going to pay play fifteen dollar you know blackjack or something, I'm yeah. going to do it at Circa. Right. Um, it's just it's like like we said, it's just too much on an island. I, I don't I don't know. I feel weird. Like I, I've gone back there more than once because I'm trying to let this excitement that everyone around me seems to have you know for some, it somehow find that and yeah. I can't seem to find it for some reason. I mean it's impressive and and if you know where to park because I heard a lot of, of issues with you know the parking being so far away from the casino mm -hmm. I think you just need to know where to park because we went right into the self parking garage and you come out and you're right there so it wasn't right. it wasn't bad at all mm -mm. Um, no. 
But yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm glad it's open. It's nice to finally see after so long and so many projects on the strip, you know, fall through. Mm-hmm. Um, it's great to see one of them actually happen. I think now I'm even more excited for whatever wind does with the with the uh, new frontier site because mm-hmm. now you've got that gap in there. It seems like like it would be a great right. bridge. And if anything actually ever happens with Fontainebleau, right. So, I mean, there's there's still a lot of opportunities there's still, yeah, and there's, things there's to... Yeah, there's chance. There's stuff coming, yes. or hopefully. All right, next up, a tribal expansion. Three affiliated tribes, owners of Four Bears Casino in North Dakota, purchased 8.7 acres of land across the street from Luxor out of bankruptcy for $12 million last July. Now they're discussing what to do with that land from a parking lot to a resort casino. The space is specifically on the east side of the outdoor festival grounds, infamous for a certain tragedy that we don't discuss here. The land is part of a larger project to build Skyview, which would have been the Strip's first observation wheel, but that stalled and eventually fell into bankruptcy. The location is being referred to as prime real estate due to its proximity to the Strip and Allegiant Stadium. This is the third American Indian group to enter the Vegas market in the last two years. I don't want to say I predicted, but I have a feeling that that's the next step in the evolution of Vegas is there's going to be more more of a tribal presence. They've they've mastered their their locales, Locals, yeah, and, and now they're now they're going to make their way into Vegas. I don't, I don't know that I have much to say on this. I mean, it'll be interesting to see what they do. Obviously, it's just land, so they'll have to do yeah, some right. kind of development with it, yeah, or just use it for parking. Which on Raiders game days, I'm sure they could make a pretty penny right. that for next to. I'm sure cost. they're thinking that too. Next up, the FSE concert series. The Fremont Street Experience released a list of bands that have scheduled to perform for free on Fremont Street. Those names include Craig Morgan and Clay Walker on July 4th, Plain White Tees on July 17th, Dawkin and Lynch on July 24th, Tonic and Sister Hazel on July 31st, Stephen Adler of Guns N' Roses on August 21st, Three Doors Down and Seether on September 5th, Generation Radio on September 25th, and George Thorogood on November 6th. More names are expected to be announced in the future as they become confirmed. All concerts are scheduled for Saturdays. So wait a minute. So you've got bands like Three Doors Down and Seether, you know, both playing together, but then Stephen Adler of Guns N' Roses gets his own show? Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Okay. Next up, Mandalay restaurants are reopening. The southernmost property on the Strip is reopening some of its biggest name restaurants this July. Starting with Barbecue Mexicana, which will now open Monday through Friday from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. No word on weekend hours. Mexicana? Mexicana, yeah. Mexicana. Mexicana, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like Alistair saying tacos. Right. (laughs) Charlie Palmer's Aerola. Is that it? Areola. Areola. Mm -hmm. See, that's what I thought it was, but I'm like, don't be a pervert. Charlie Palmer's Areola will reopen July 10th through the 14th and then again on the 22nd to the 26th and then again on August 2nd through the 5th. I don't know why they had to differentiate those out. Looks like they're just doing weekends. Yeah. And then Fleur reopens on July 26th. Revea, the French restaurant located next to Skyfall Lounge, reopened July 1st. Speaking of Skyfall, it reopened Friday and Saturday, or it has reopened on Fridays and Saturdays from 5 p.m. to midnight. Della's Kitchen at Delano will open on July 29th for breakfast and lunch. It's good to see, you know, 
stuff opening back up again. Yeah, it's always weird when I read about it because I'm like, it's noteworthy because people are coming to town. I mean, we got burnt on Vegas vacation with properties that changed their hours. Yeah. You know, so I was like, it's still newsworthy. It is. Although, like, Fleur is going to be interesting because um, uh, Keller is no longer associated with it. Right. But it's still, associ- like, just the name is associated with him. So it's going to be kind of interesting to see what that is. Right. If they just keep the menu exactly as it was, or if he says, no, you can keep the name, but you got to blow it up because this is my food. Huh. I don't know. Yeah. And last up, Station's Stand. Station casinos took a stand against the right to return bill and sent a letter to station employees stating they, quote, will not be filling jobs we normally would due to this very wrong law, which punishes us for trying to bring team members back to work, unquote. The company told employees certain parts of the law are so confusing they wouldn't be able to figure out the right order to rehire. The law went into effect on Thursday and will last through August of 2022. Is the point of this to look like dicks and constantly be understaffed, or are they just going to reconfigure the job description so they can't say they're similar? Yeah, I, I don't know how they're going to do this. I mean, just the fact that they came out and said, well, look, we're not going to rehire spots that we normally would. They're right. basically saying... We're not, we're not bringing people back. Right. I mean, the law, I get the point of the law because basically what it says is that the employers, if they were laid off because of COVID, the employer has to offer to rehire them at a similar, at the same or a similar position as what they had. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I guess the first confusing part is, is how do you define similar position? Right. Cause it seems like they're all kind of specific. Right. Um, and then the second part of it is, is the employer has to offer them at least three jobs. So, you know, the employer can offer them their exact same job back and they can say, no, I don't want that. The employer has to offer them two more. Right. And it's well, like, then they got to wait for a response. You know, it's, well, they've, they've only got like 24, 48 hours to okay. respond, right. but still tracking that. So if you think about, you know, the hundreds of thousands of people, not hundreds of thousands, but hundreds or thousands of people that they right. employ to have to try to track that and determine what job categories are similar and how does it... So, I mean, I, I get there. I think Stations is also doing this a little bit because they're not unionized right? versus the other ones are. And so, you know, if, if Caesars and, and MGM can figure this out, I don't know why Stations can't. Right, right. Yeah, it does sound like, like bullshit. Well, and then it, it kind of leads you to... All right, now we know that Stations is going to be understaffed at least until August of 2022. Right, exactly. So, know that going in. Right. <laughs> Fair warning. All right, that's going to do it for the news. Let's move into prop bets. For those of you who are unfamiliar, prop bets is an extension of the news with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. First up, Allegiant Stadium announced parking fees averaging $75, but is as high as $250 the closer you get to the stadium. Raiders organization said the parking fees are in line with the rest of the NFL. It's been so long since we went to a game, I can't fairly judge that. No. Yeah. That seems insane to me. It does seem really high. I mean, the last NFL game we went to was when we went to the game in Nashville. Yes. And we parked. I mean, we had to walk to the stadium. We parked a little ways away because we had food first before right, right. And, and walked in, which is a cool. It's actually a really cool walk into the stadium because yeah. it's like over the bridge. I don't remember the parking being anywhere near $75. No, I, I don't either. Yeah, it seems excessive. Plaza recently sent out a survey asking for opinions on the casino going to non-smoking. Hmm. <laughs> right? Interesting. Tournament of Kings returns to Excalibur on July 14th. America's Got Talent Live is coming to Luxor starting November 4th, running two shows per night, five nights per week. 
Shows start at 7 and 9.30 p.m. Wednesday through Sunday. Tickets start at 50 bucks. The Cosmopolitan cage was robbed the other week by a man with a note telling the cashier he had a gun. So the cashier gave the criminal chips and he left only to be caught down the street at the Waldorf Astoria. <laughs> well, and, and if he got chips, you have to come back to the casino to cash those in. Right. Yeah. I don't understand what he was thinking. I mean, and I you know, there's, that man was on drugs. Uh, he was on something yeah. because I mean, you know, there's, there's video cameras everywhere and then he didn't run very far. That was the other thing. I, I know. Mean, right. <laughs> if you, if you just robbed a casino cage, you might want to get out of Dodge. Right. <laughs> The iconic Crazy Girl's Butt statue was removed from Planet Hollywood June 15th since it's no longer in residency at the property. But Ovegas reports the statue will be put into, into storage while the production finds a new home. The men and women's USA basketball teams will stop off in Vegas to hold their training camps. Part of that will include playing five exhibition games at Mandalay Bay. A man in a Lamborghini traveling at 127 miles per hour hit a man on a moped killing him. The driver of the 2007 hurricane, I think that's how you pronounce that, uh, was arrested at the scene for DUI resulting in death, restless, restless, reckless, restless. He was restless. (laughs) He was restlessly driving. Right. Reckless (laughs) driving and driving without a driver's license. How do you even get a Lamborghini if you don't have a driver's license? I know. Because any place you go rent them, you have to produce a driver's license. Right. But I mean, totally sucked. I just hope that the guy in the moped, like it was, he didn't see it coming and it was instantaneous because... Otherwise, that's just uh, yeah horrendous. McCarran Airport has now been officially renamed Harry Reid International Airport. Although, everyone I talk to is still calling it McCarran. Yeah, I think it's going to be called McCarran for quite a while. RuPaul's Drag Race Live is returning to the Flamingo August 5th. Wynn is now offering status match for other casino player club cards. The offer is good now until Tuesday, August 31st. CDCGamingReports.com reports that in a recent meeting with analysts, Boyd's CFO confirmed that the company has no plans to reopen their buffets and will not reopen Main Street Station until demand supports it. That's sad. I know, but how, how, have they not looked at Fremont? How is demand not supporting it? I, I think they're demand, because you got to remember that they, they got the California, you're off strip, you know, so they get most of their traffic from Hawaii. Yeah, but still. Yeah. Mandalay Bay announced that Michael Jackson's One Show is returning to their residency starting August 19th, while Beatles Love is returning to the Mirage on August 26th. Yay. Yeah. Ellis Island has extended their Tiki Lounge to be open now through August 1st. No word if this will become a permanent attraction at the property. If I was a betting woman, (laughs) I would say probably. As of July 1st, Excalibur has reopened its buffets. Price runs $25 on weekdays and $30 on weekends. Fremont Street now has a marijuana dispensary across the street from the D. Really? Yeah, I was surprised too. I'm trying to picture what's across the street from the D. Just those outlets, those uh, those shitty food outlets usually or, or crappy gift stores. They just took over one of them. Well, good for them. Yeah. No, they're going to be busy. It's going gonna, it's gonna to stink downtown. Oh, more than it already does? <laughs> right. A court ruled that hogs and heifers, located across the street from the downtown Grand, is allowed to stay right where they are. Lawyers for the downtown Grand attempted to terminate their 20-year lease with the bar, claiming it created an unsafe environment, which, as we've discussed, is total bullshit. Right. If it creates any environment, that should be good for you. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, yeah, I think the downtown Grand needs anything to draw attention down that way. Right. <laughs> NHL Commissioner Gary Bettman announced that T-Mobile Arena will host the 2022 All-Star Game. 
the date of said game was not announced. Got more coming. I love it. Bellagio's buffet is reopening at the property on July 16th. Strat downgrade warning. You are now required to purchase admission to level 108. Previously, it was the only way that you could go to the top of the pod without admission cost. At Vegas underscore Advantage is reporting that Planet Hollywood's poker room is closing July 11th. That will make 38 room closures in Vegas since 2012. It seems like easy money for, for them, though. It might be, but it's also high labor cost. I yeah, mean, because it, it takes a lot of people to you know manage and run those games. And if you're shifting your dealers out and on a regular basis like you're supposed to and all that other fun stuff. Right. Cirque du Soleil's Mystère announced they recently signed a 10-year extension with TI to continue being the property's resident headliner. We really should go see that. No, I don't want to see Mystère. I'll go see Ka. <laughs> I'm not going to. Mystère looks like a nightmare to me. <laughs> okay. Well, fair enough. I'll have to find someone to go see it with me then. At Just One One reports that Nevada Gaming reported a record 1.23 billion in May, an increase of 25% from pre-pandemic levels set in 2019. Clark County alone cleared $1 billion, winning 655, 655.46 million on the strip and 76.22 million downtown. And lastly, Boyd Gaming recently issued one-time cash bonuses to its non-executive team members just because they can and to help the employees in the aftermath of the pandemic. Okay, so despite the fact that I'm not happy they're not reopening Main Street, I do like that they're taking care of their folks. Yeah, it's pretty cool. All right, that's going to do it for News and Prop Bets. Let's check the river. This week in the river, we've got a bunch of listener feedback. Karen's going to take us through. Uh, we'll start off with an email from James Jones. So James writes, I was in Vegas for seven nights the week before Memorial Day and wanted to give you some highlights and quick observations. Again, what started out as a trip with just my wife and I became a larger group with my father-in-law, brother-in-law, and mother inviting themselves. My father-in-law and brother-in-law are big Raiders fans, so we purchased ticker tickets for the Raider Ooh, Raiders Steed... <laughs> Stadium. <laughs> All right, let's start that sentence over again. My father-in-law and brother-in-law are big Raider fans, so we purchased tickets for the Raiders Stadium Tour. This was a very enjoyable tour, even though I am not a Raiders fan. It was great seeing all the behind-the-scene areas, including the broadcast booth, owner's suite, locker room, and being allowed on the field. I did notice a large amount of very nice bars in the stadium, which will be helpful since if you are a Raiders fan, a drink always helps with the pain of your team. <laughs> we also had lunch at the Raiders bar and grill that day. Food was pretty good and the restaurant had a very nice setup with lots of seating and views overlooking the M Resort pool. I visited the Pinball Hall of Fame to check out the new building. It is much better than the old building with more room and better ventilation. The old location could get very hot in the summer. We also went to Boulder City to go to Boulder City Brewing. The beer was good, a bit of a drive, but it was nice to see the surrounding areas of the city. I would also recommend the half-price martinis at the Tuscany between 4 to 7 p.m. nightly. The selection of martinis is very good, and everything from a classic martini to a chocolate martini or lemon drop. Those sound yummy. There are about 10 different martinis to pick from. They also have a lounge act, singing classic rack pet. Rat Pack songs. I thought of Tony when he was performing. <laughs> the prices you cannot beat. Eight hours during eight dollars during happy hour, and I believe the martinis are bigger than most in Las Vegas. Nice. 
We did the Circus Circus Steakhouse and found the experience one of the best we had in a long time. Really? I, I had the lamb chops and we'd get them again. The lamb was cooked perfectly. I love the old school feel and recommend it to everyone. The service was also some of the best in town. So now I'm bumming because we were supposed to go give that a try um, yeah. after Vegas vacation and we were just wiped out. Right. I know you talked about the Redwood Steakhouse at the California already, but this is another hidden gem. I would also recommend it with good food and good service. I had the miso sea bass, which is becoming a go-to item for me when I visit the Redwood. One other thing I noticed was I had reservations for Legacy Club, and they have relaxed the dress code. I was able to wear shorts, and athletic shoes are now okay. I am not sure why they relaxed the dress code, but I was thankful since I forgot to pack dress shoes or dress slacks. Gambling was not great this trip. No one did anything in Vegas, but since this was a road trip, we had one last Hail Mary on our return home since we decided to stay in Reno. My mom hit a royal flush for $2,000 on our last night of the trip. Nice. This was a nice birthday present for my mom since she turned 88 a few few days later. Mom sends her best to you both. Sincerely, James Jones. (laughs) Love his mother. She was so much fun. she was fun. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you what, I'm hoping I've got that much energy and get up and go when I'm 88. Right. It was fun. All right. Next one we've got is an email from Simon titled, Thanks. Hi, Mark. A bit of random email wanting to say thank you for all you do. I had to stop listening to the podcast because I was getting bummed out about not being able to get out to Vegas. I'm UK based. And found even listening to something that usually gives me so much joy was actually making me feel worse. The general grind of the pandemic was getting me down and I found myself in quite a dark place. I made an active decision to try and snap out of it and made an effort to try and bring a bit of normalcy back to my life, which included getting back to the, on the podcast horse. I'm so glad I did. Started listening again and was generally like catching up with friends and found myself absolutely blown away by hearing how all of your interactions has lifted my spirits. Aww. No idea when Vegas will be a possibility again for us Brits, but I'm hoping soon. And when I can get back and if our paths cross, I would love to buy you a beer to express my thanks to you. The brewery explosion in the arts district has happened since my last trip. Something I wouldn't have known about without you. There is no doubt in my mind what an incredibly talented individual you are that's clear to see from the content, but please never underestimate the positive impact you and what you do has on those you reach. Thanks once again, and please send my thanks to Karen and Tony. You are all amazing. Cheers, Simon. Aw, thanks, Simon. You know, and I, I feel so bad. I think we've, we, we've seen this with Alistair. He um, yeah. really wanted to step away from a lot of things Vegas, too, because I think it was just it was driving him crazy. That's the reason why Matt left the show. Yeah. He couldn't get out here. He couldn't. And, and uh, you know, I can't even imagine, you know, their lockdowns have been much more severe than ours were. And I, I just, I feel bad for folks yeah, with it. And, and if, if, you know, what we talk about and what Mark puts together, you know, helps to put a little bit of a smile on somebody's face, then we've done our good deed for them. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> While awesome. having a good time doing it. So, yeah. but thank you, Simon. Very, very kind words. I really appreciate it. Yeah. And then our last one, we've got... I think it's our last one. No, it's not our last one. (laughs) Next, we got an email from Tim titled Vegas Vacation 10 Trip Report, dot, 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 and then some. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. Is this a long one? I haven't looked through the whole thing. Yeah, it's a long one. Okay. Buckle up, kids. Mark, Tony, and Karen. This being our first Vegas vacation, I thought I would write a quick, or maybe not so quick, trip report. Being, as you say, not so young, meeting new people and enjoying it does not happen a lot. I was not sure what to expect from this trip, but was so pleasantly surprised by how nice everyone was. We keep telling people that. I know. People just walking up to you and introducing themselves was great. And I have to say a little weird after the last year and a half of basically not talking to anyone. (laughs) Right. I was able to meet a lot of people I follow on Twitter, and you can't say that a lot. 
Kim, being an introvert, really enjoyed the trip and meeting new people as well. I was a little worried she would not have a good time, but she did. I know this was not the first Vegas vacation, and it showed. I really enjoyed how all the events were scheduled, very spread out and casual. Now, the trip report. Yeesh. Sunday, no flight issues. We stayed at Bally's and more than happy to pay $15 for the early check-in. The room was nice, very nice. We had an awesome view overlooking a roof and AC units, <laughs> but technically we had a fountain view. You just had to press your face to the window and look right. <laughs> <laughs> we were very hungry, so we stopped at Blue Ribbon Fried Chicken on Mark's recommendation. You're welcome. We got the chicken fingers. They were great. Not knowing that would be our last meal of the day. More on that later. We headed down to Circa. We did not have to wait long for an Uber. Overall, Uber experiences for the week were not bad at all. Circa did not disappoint. It was beautiful. We were there early, so we sat at the mega bar and played some video poker. We were able to meet up with other Vegas vacation folks, including Mississippi Rob, Tim L., Julian from VC, and others. We headed over to the meet and greet and the Vegas Vicky bar. That bar was very cool. Got to meet everyone in some great conversations and was lucky to get to buy a drink for Tony, Mark, and Karen which we greatly appreciated. Yes, very much. We headed over to the Golden Gate with a team, played some craps. It started off great and then took a downward turn. We did not get to the plaza in time to get on that craps table, but it did look fun. Played some double deck back, double deck blackjack again. Started great, then took a downward turn. It was then we realized we did not have any dinner. <laughs> Kim hit pop-up pizza for a slice and a garlic knot. I hit the convenience store back at Bally's for a bag of cashews and a <laughs> bottle of water. That is what I call dinner. Normally at this point of the night, Kim would go out and I would, I would, wait. Normally at this point of the night, kid, Kim would go to bed and I would stay up and gamble, but we were both wiped out, so we called it a night. Yeah, that happens. Yeah. And forgetting to eat happens more often than you think, so right. don't, don't beat yourself up over it. Monday, I was up early, got a coffee and a croissant. My God, Bally's needs more than one place to get a coffee in the morning. The line was long. Played some video poker after coffee, had a couple of Bloody Marys, like you do. Still no royal. <laughs> Kim came down and we had breakfast at Buca de Beppa in Bally's. It was meh. I should have known better. Kim went shopping and I headed back downtown. Played a little single bubble craps at the D and some blackjack at Circa. At Circa, met the team at Banger Brewing for some good beer and good conversations. To avoid the dinner issue from Sunday night, I made sure to make a reservation for dinner before the meet and greet at Luxor. We went to Gallagher Steakhouse in New York, New York. It was a great experience. Great service and atmosphere. It had a very New York feel, if that's a thing. I told Kim that I felt like I was going to get shot in the throat by Michael Corleone. <laughs> Food was great. I got the filet and Kim got the crab cakes. Overall, a great experience except for the people sitting next to us, but I will not get into that now. And they walked from the Luxor to New York, New York. No, other way around. They walked to the Luxor from New York, New York. <laughs> Another great meetup at the Luxor. Met more new people. Then came the search for decent table minimums for craps. Luxor was $20? $20? Walked over to Excalibur. They were 15, but all the tables were full. So we took a cab with two-way hard eight over to Ellis Island. They only had one table working. It was $5, but it was packed. They had another table. We asked the pit boss if he opened it. We could fill it in five minutes, but he did not have the staff to open it. So we headed up to the Tiki Lounge upstairs from the front porch. That was a cool little bar. They had two blackjack tables, $10, 3-2 with surrender. We filled one of them. I got up about 100 so I gave my seat to Mississippi Rob. Some folks ordered food and said it was good. 
Then we walked to Bally's. All tables were $25. We walked to Paris. There was a $15 table. So some of the group jumped on the table that had some openings. Wanting to play so bad, they bought in the middle of a roll. You can figure out what happened next. <laughs> I then headed back to Bally's and played some blackjack and then went to bed. Tuesday, we had breakfast at Cafe Americano in Paris. Again, meh. Did not do good on breakfast choices this trip. Took a walk through the Miracle Mile shops at Planet Hollywood. Good to go shopping before all the stores opened. <laughs> Played a really fun slot at PH for about an hour and won $200. Kim went back to the room and I took the monorail to MGM. I was there early for the meetup at Whiskey Down, so I played some blackjack and video poker. Not much to report on that, which means I lost. Headed over to Whiskey Down to meet up with everybody. Another great time chatting with people and having a nice cigar thanks to Bogan. Unfortunately, the cigar messed up my stomach. Tony had some good advice to help me feel better. Thanks, Tony. Said goodbye to everyone and headed back to Bally's. Just listened to episode 366. Sounds like I did not miss much. We were trying to figure out where to eat, so we started walking towards the Flamingo to see if you could get into Bugsy Myers. They were booked until 845, and it was about 730. So I said, let's go to the Yard House. The braised short rib ravioli is great, by the way. On the link promenade. They had an hour wait. The place was full of people watching the Knights game, so we headed to Harrah's to see if we could get into Bruce Chris. They were booked. I should just believe open table. So I booked the 845 at Bugsy Meyer on open table and headed back to Flamingo. Lots of steps. Bugsy's and Meyer's was the best meal of the trip. Service and food was awesome. We both got steak and they were done to perfection. Very good list of beers. The whole experience was great. We are going back for sure. We headed back to Bally's. I had not played crap since Sunday night at the GG, so I needed to play. I bought into a $25 table and played for an hour or so and won a little. Hey, buying into a $25 table and playing yeah, for an I'm hour kidding. is pretty good. Yeah. I headed to the bar by the poker room to finish the night playing video poker, hoping for that first royal. I asked the bartender a question. How many royal flushes do you see in a week? His answer surprised me. He said about one a day. Wow. Wow. Played for about an hour and a half and broke even. I call that a win. No issues on the right. flight home. End report. We had such a great time meeting you and everyone else. Sorry about how long this email is. We hope we see you when we come back in the fall. Thanks for such a great event, Tim and Kim. Well, thanks, Tim and Kim. Thank you for coming out. It really pretty. It was awesome. I love it when new people come out. And yeah. then they're also, they're like, wow, everybody's really nice. It's like, yeah, yeah it, it is. I know. I keep there trying are. to say, like, <laughs> because of what we do with this show, we've met a ton of awesome people. And 360 Vegas Vacation is our opportunity to take awesome people and introduce them to other awesome people right. so we can all just be awesome together. Yes. Yes. <laughs> all right. And then our last listener feedback is from Bogan's Twitter DM. Bogan writes, here is my review of Ellis Island. We arrived at Ellis and one of the two $10 craps tables was full. We asked the pit boss if the other table would open. He said he would love to, but he didn't have the staff for it. So we went upstairs to the Tiki Bar. The Tiki Bar had two $10 blackjack tables. One of the tables was open as well as the seating area next to it. We sat, we first sat at in the seating, right? We first sat at in the seating area and ordered tiki drinks and some food. We asked if they comped the tiki drinks while playing blackjack, but the bartender said no. The drinks were great and the people who had food seemed to enjoy it as well. Some of us started playing blackjack. The blackjack was rough despite Ellis's great rules. The bartender ended comping all of my drinks and I think if not, I think what he meant to say is the bartender ended up comping all of my drinks and I think most, if not all the others as well. Hmm. We walked over, because he said earlier that they, they wouldn't comp drinks. Right, I think, yeah, yeah, I think that's what he's saying. 
We walked over to Bally's and all of their craps tables were full. We walked over to Paris and found a mostly empty $15 blackjack table where we ended up playing. Thanks for the, that report, Brogan. We asked last week if anybody could fill in the... In the <laughs> yeah, what station. happened that night? Because yeah. we, we crashed we out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right. Well, that's going to do it for episode 367. Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog, which is 360vegaspodcast.com. Get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to our show at patreon.com slash 360vegas. And get 360 Vegas shirts, mugs, and anything else we can slap a logo on at zazzle.com slash 360 Vegas. If you'd like to send some feedback, written or audio, such as Bogan, Tim, scrolling back, hold on. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of scrolling. I don't want to forget anybody. Simon and James, you can do so at... 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Karen, where can folks find you? I am at 360vegaskaren. She just told you where you can find me, so until next time. (laughs) 